Hello, everybody, and welcome to season one, episode five. We're already on. We've been doing this for six weeks, only missed one week so far, but it is episode five of season one. So, before I get to introducing our guest today, let me tell you about the sponsors that make these episodes possible. So, the very first one is none other than Glamping Resorts. Are you looking to start your very own glamping resort? Well, guess what? We can help you. Whether you have a campground already and are looking to up occupancy rates, well, guess what? Glamping Structures can help with that. Visit glampingresorts.com today to find out more. Now, say if you don't even have anything. Well, we can help with that too. As long as you have a want to start a glamping resort, we can help you out. Once again, that's glampingresorts.com. Visit it and find out more. Next up is Element Construction. These are the guys that helped us get our resort built. They built the domes. They built the tents. They helped with the pillars on the walking trails. Anyways, the posts that go up. They helped with the playground. That's the other thing I was trying to think of. The playground, they did an amazing job. And if you're looking for something high quality that needs to be built for yourself, check them out, elementconstruction.ca. They're great to work with. And you don't have to go back like five years after the fact and have to worry about fixing things that you shouldn't have to worry about fixing. And then lastly, our last sponsor is North Shore. Yes, that's right. That is our very first glamping resort just off Buffalo Pound Lake. We have lakefront lots. We have lake view lots. We have the glamping structures. So whatever you are looking to do camping glamping wise, we have it there. We have gift cards available. Christmas is coming up. Great last minute stocking stuffer all the way from, geez, we got ones that range from 50 to whatever you want. You can purchase them at glampingresorts.com or even just get a hold of us. We'll help you out and we will get you your last minute gifts. Yeah, last minute gifts. And then don't forget about our lakefront Lakeview lot sales. We have some great financing options available and hey, why not look and get ready to get your camper in a spot for next camping season. And anyways, so now to my guest today, uh, season one, episode five, we have none other than our campground manager, Sean Branham. So now he has done quite a bit in the hospitality industry. I'll let him tell you more about it, but he's done an amazing job this summer. I mean, people who have stayed out there can attest to that. That is the right word. Detest is the opposite. Attest to that. He makes some wonderful towel animals too, I must say. But anyways, let's roll the intro and let's get to our interview with Sean. All right, and we are live with my guest, Sean. How's it going? Fantastic. Wonderful. Thanks for coming out on this Tuesday afternoon. Cold Tuesday afternoon. It's like minus 20 bitter out there. Cold. Bitter Absolutely cold. Absolutely bitter cold. That's usually how I start each one of these uh, episodes, is talking about how terrible the weather is. The last one was good. It was like spring last Tuesday, but right on. So, campground managing. Absolutely. How was the first year? Wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, was there, time. yeah, was there, okay, so let's, let's start off with, um, tell me about, so you had a wonderful time, yep. but tell me about some of the challenges, because there's obviously challenges, the first year with North Shore Resorts and Glamping, tell me about the challenges, and then let's go right into, leave it on a positive note, with some of the great things that went down. Okay, um, challenges, uh, 
getting into a good routine, making sure that everything was prepared for the day, which is basic challenges, I guess. Um, got a good support team, though, absolutely, at Glamping Resorts. Everybody's there to help everybody out, so if there is any questions or whatnot, that was the easy part there. Um, so getting going in the first uh, couple of weeks and testing the, making sure the domes were, you know, comfortable and making sure everybody was, um, you know, had a good time was the, my, the important part and the worries about it and making sure everybody's, you know, happy is, is kind of, uh, always on the mind. Um, with, uh, weather, I'd yeah. say weather was the extreme challenge. That's what I was going to add in. Cause I, I had two days where, um, I was campground manager yeah. and that was a big, there were both days where it just rained like crazy rained. and the, and there was quite a bit of mud. I mean, new roads, it's just how it goes. But, uh, those are my big challenges. I was so. <laughs> I, I was up in the office shack when we had it up on top of the hill for about an hour and a half watching sideways rain, at least about, about an inch and a half in one of the early June rainstorms. And when we have to unfortunately shut down because of that, because it's just not safe, not safe for people to come into the resort. That was a tough one to make that decision. Well, you got blown over in your lawn chair once, once too, right? <laughs> I think that was during... That was, that was the night after Craven Storm. Yeah, that's what it was. Not the night of Craven Storm, but the night after. And it was a lot later and a lot darker when that storm hit. Match, so it was at the end of the day, so you're probably sitting there enjoying sunset, having a beer, a nice cold one. And then all of a sudden, wind comes out of nowhere and just blows you over, spills your beer, ruins your evening. Oh, well, it was <laughs> 11.30 at night. And so, yeah, yeah it was later on, and I'm literally watching lightning off in the distance and yeah everything there beer hat whatever i'm just sitting there see a tuft of dust kick up and boom i got knocked out of my chair by the wind picking up but uh yeah and that was crazy did you still stay the night like huh you stayed the night still or oh yeah good for you yeah it was uh i went up and actually went up the top of the hill to see how much the lightning and the because there was a funnel cloud you can see strobing with the lightning and it was a little uh, intimidating, but went up there. But in the dark, yeah, it, it chased me away. Yeah, yeah. Night before it was beautiful clouds for the Craven storm, but it uh, in the dark it chased me away definitely. Oh jeez. All right, well, let's talk about some of the positive experiences then, because I mean, I was the guy monitoring a lot of the Facebook comments stuff that would come in through email, yeah. and a lot of it, like pretty much all of it, honestly, was positive about, oh, Sean's doing a great job. Very amazing host, all that stuff. So how, first off, did you achieve that? And is that just, you know, is that just your personality? Is that what you like doing? Or? It's a lot is my personality. A lot is what I like doing, absolutely. Um, it's just the guest satisfaction part. I mean, I've had 25 years of the service industry, and I definitely wasn't taking away when I took on this, uh, the glamping part of the camping campground manager. I, uh, you know, you... You have a smaller group of people almost to deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, so you have that little extra time to get that one-on-one -on -one experience, whether it be from fire making to, you know, little one-by-one, one, just showing people how to make a fire or showing people how to cook. And we've had some people in there that definitely came out of the city and never seen camping in their life, and that's what we're here for. We're here for that experience there. We're glamping is one step away from a hotel room one step away from being in a real campground situation, 
your choice to be around the fire and the outdoors and seeing the scenery, but still have the security kind of, definitely the security of being in a, a unit that's weatherproof and, and away from the elements outside. Yeah, that's one thing I definitely about glamping is that it's, it's camping, but without a lot of the discomforts that come along with staying in a tent. Because you got the nice comfy bed, you got running water, you got all that wonderful stuff. I may joke all the time, but telling people that, you know, you can leave the tent up when you leave. Yeah, that's true. And that's that's huge, right? Especially when you come into a campground and you're checking in after you work Friday till 5 or 6 o'clock and you get there about 8.30, it's starting to get dark already. Yeah, and if the weather's crappy, you're fighting it. And if you got kids, well, you're fighting it even more. Yeah, that is true. And I mean, yeah, that's, that's great that... It, I mean, technically, you're you're a personal chef a little bit, teaching people how to cook. That's awesome. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. And another thing I wanted to talk about is, um, so I'm sure a lot of you have seen this or are watching this, but in our domes, when someone shows up, there's actually towel animals. So Sean is the one who makes those towel animals. I did a few. I'm terrible at them, first off. I can do an elephant and a snake. Um, wait, you got, you're all the way up to like 10, I think, different animals, Just right? Just getting there, yeah. Okay, so you got, the, you got an elephant. The elephant, uh, the teddy bear, you got... Uh, uh, lobster, um, stingray, you know. I don't think I've seen the stingray. You haven't seen the stingray? I, I don't think I have yeah, yet. It's a simple one, two okay. towels. It makes it, it's real quick. The swan. Can't people swan swans. and then yeah. the double swan, double yeah. elephant, you know, make them shaped like a heart or whatever like that, depending on the situation. Yeah. And the couple's domes, it's nice to do a little research and sometimes with the reservations, if people make special requests, you know they're there by themselves for sure. And I mean, we've had a couple of situations in the couple's domes where a few more people show up but <laughs> eh, it just makes for an, uh, an entertaining part of the experience everybody has a great time and the towel animals just a little something yeah it throws That's extra right. towels in the room too at the same time yeah that is true never have enough towels um okay so i want to move back to you so before you were at glamping you you were managing uh BPs, correct? Boston PC. Okay, yeah. so even before, let's just take down the, the roadmap of Sean's life, of what led you to, to be like, yeah, I love hospitality and this is what I enjoy doing. So maybe some like trial and error off the start. Like, oh, what, what was your first like career that you'd say like real? Telecommunications engineering. Okay, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big word. That's all it is. It's everything to do with phones from hello to goodbye on switching networks and everything. But uh, it just, it was more an influence situation. Um, and so, but it wasn't a personal choice as much. So after finishing the course, I just went back to, uh, SAIT in Calgary is where I was taking the, the engineering course and went back and they had a, or they offered a bartending course and that starts a brand new chain of events where I learned, uh, quickly on a new little skill and hospitality industry is always in demand for uh, you know professionals that are aiming towards a career in that that industry for sure it's a high turnover um, place but uh, our place or uh, occupation but definitely it uh, they look for if you're looking to go for a long time a lot of places will treat you right as you go um, I wanted to experience more than just one type of hospitality too so between restaurants and uh, hotels and even casino I've worked at quite a few different places from you know fine dining down to just your old bar tavern in the town too which 
always leads for the best nights and the good times. Um, yeah, it just the rest is more history on just starting off with the bartender and taking a left-hand turn in my life and finding something I truly actually bonded with in, in my heart. Oh. So. Okay, well, I didn't realize that you had... Um, so it, it's a bartender... Is it degree? Bar mixology certificate. Bar mixology certificate. Okay, yeah. so then, then you then, then you know how to do like a ton of cocktails, I'm yeah. guessing. Okay, yeah. so all right, here's a question for you. Yeah. If you were to make a cocktail for glamping resorts, what would it be? What would be in it? Ooh. Yeah. Or just um, would it be, just be beer? No, no, no. <laughs> okay, no. okay, It good. would be uh, probably close to like the polar bear hot chocolate. Okay, like walk a, me through that one. Like a mixture of... Uh, I would do something like a hot chocolate over the fire with the marshmallows and everything like that. Then you shot a Bailey's and mint kind of put together, and you get that uh, warm campfire. Oh, that sounds cocktail type. That sounds really warm, good. Yeah, drink. Yeah. Okay, then. Okay, another question. Then um, I guess it's kind of a two-parter, but you spent quite a few nights this summer out at the resort. Like on average, would you say probably seven nights on average is what oh, you spent? I did uh, was. Oh, about a, over 110 nights this year, 24 hours a day. Yep. That's a lot of nights. So that's, oh, geez, way over 80% of the right. summer you're at the resort. Right. We started in June, and then this next year it'll be a little sooner. We'll be starting a little earlier in mm-hmm. April, and depending on the weather, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. hopefully, fingers crossed. Not like today, but it's beautiful out today. It's just uh, cold. Yeah. Better cold. <laughs> Better yeah. cold. Better cold is right. Um Okay, so then when you're staying out at the resort, what would be some of your go-to meals? Or is there any interest one, interesting ones oh, that you'd make? the best go-to meals is after you help, help a family with something. Yeah. Because they hand you a plate of food. It was great. Some of the Filipino dishes out there, fantastic. And, uh, yeah, just the hospitality is returned when I try to give over and above service to my guests, the guests come back with something I don't expect either. Is generally, I get a treat. Jello shots, yeah. I got one of those yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> Jello shots were good times too over the, we had uh, lots of good nights over there summer, lots of good food. Um, if I was cooking it myself, it's definitely meat over the, mm-hmm. some sort of uh, fire cooked meat right over the, uh, the campfire pit, absolutely. Oh, you can't go wrong with that. No, no, no. No, definitely a carnivore myself. So yeah, I I would have to say I fall into that category as well. <laughs> okay, so I mean, you spent a lot of nights out at the resort. And I know you have young family, yeah. wife. You got two dogs. Um, how did they find the summer? I mean, they were out there lots yeah, as well. They had a chance to come out there and help, and be out there and then my kids. Between the two of them, they spent about a third of the summer out there with me, and you know, kind of helping out where they could around the resort as well. You know, that was great, and just enjoying the, getting a chance to enjoy the summer. We actually were talking at the beginning of the year that we weren't going to get a chance to go camping. So, like, really as much as normal, and then this opportunity came up, and it was like, well, that just changed. So, I was very happy. It went from not being able to camp at all to camping pretty much every single day? Every single day. What absolutely. a change. What yeah. a change. Oh, yeah. And, you know, every day would be a, a morning with uh, new things to do. It was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, new challenges. All that fun stuff. Yep. Okay, so I do have a question. You obviously love camping. You love mm-hmm. the outdoors. So I'm curious about other resorts that you stayed at. What are some of your places to just go, let's say, besides our resort, if that is in your top? Well, uh, the provincial campgrounds is where we probably do most between, you know, B.C., Alberta, and, you know, Saskatchewan, Manitoba even. Um, 
we try there's plenty of uh you know uh provincial campgrounds within a few hours of the area here around the same area moose job but it takes a few hours to get up there so it's nice to have something nice and close um as a different style of my personal camping um where it's i find it tough when you go to a lot of provincial campgrounds to get a good lake view right where what well, that was really amazed and surprised by how good the view was where we're at uh, the glamping resorts out at north shore here um 180 degrees just like uh, you, you could go camping you could be locked in the trees and have their privacy or you could go camping and see just absolutely gorgeous views yeah that is true and i mean one thing i really like is our secluded domes mm-hmm. because a, a lot of places where i go camping i mean i usually go with friends and either we're up too late having too good of time and um we get shut down sorry if any of you have I bothered any of you while I've been camping, <laughs> but whereas with the secluded dome experience at our resort, you're by yourself. You have no one to bother. It's great. So yeah. that's one thing I really like that we offer. Yeah. And are you are you more of a dome or are you a tent guy? Just out of curiosity, are you team dome? I would, or? Be, I would be. Before this, I thought I was a tent guy. Yeah. Moving out to Saskatchewan, it's good to be off the ground. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it's nice to have the comfort of a, a real bed frame underneath you, too. Mm-hmm. Well, so... I guess that's being spoiled, though. Yeah, well, it's... I mean, we all like our comforts. <laughs> don't lie. But, okay, we'll say we got our trapper tents as well and the domes. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd rather stay in the dome than the trapper tents? Ooh, I'd probably lead to the trapper's tents. Mm-hmm. It's that... It's, I still like camping. I still... But those trapper's tents have a great feel inside. Lots of room. Um... Yeah, but you're still, I don't know, it's that one step closer to nature where you don't have a door locking, in a sense. No. I mean, the domes, they have a locking door, a little security, but the trapper's tents, it's just like, same sort of feeling, but you don't have to set it up or tear it down either. Yep, that's true. I'm curious, I don't know if I can say this yet, but we are looking possibly at plans at some different tents. That would include bathrooms, maybe. It's not finalized. But um, that's something I think I'd like more than the dome. I would, I would say domes for yeah. myself. But if uh, just some of the tents we went and looked at. And Depending it, on some of the styles that yeah. we looked at for new additions to the Trapper's Tent, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's going to be great. Um, like the showers inside and bathrooms inside. It was such a huge draw with the domes. I think it's a huge win for everybody. I think that people will just like love that experience, especially where we're planning on putting them in the valley. Mm-hmm. Those trapper's tents, yeah, almost even more seclusion. It's yep. just awesome. And my favorite thing, so we just did the um, Agribition trade show. It was last week or two weeks ago? My, week and a bit, yeah. Week and a bit. And uh, one of my favorite comments from there was, well, where is this? Oh, it's actually just 45 minutes from the city here. It's in Saskatchewan. And they'd say, this is in Saskatchewan? This is in Saskatchewan. It yeah. blows people's minds that, yeah. you know, we've built a glamping resort in this province. I don't understand why, because it's a great spot, um, but people just always think BC Alberta, usually. <laughs> yeah. Everybody so. comes over that hillside down into the valley, it just, ah, oh, yeah, Yeah. And we're not even finished yet, so. No. Well, we've got lots of work to do, and lots of work been done, but lots of work to still okay. do. So, perfect segue. Um, for next year, what are some of the implementations that you're hoping to see, maybe have planned, um, that either people can expect, or you're hoping to get done, I guess. Access to the resort from the water. Okay. Huge. Like I'm, I'm thinking like we're aiming for that. And we've got, uh, I believe, permits in place for 
the dock. We're working on a boat launch and um, we're going to have food service. Mm-hmm. We did have a, uh, some food service out there uh, for the summer, but we'll have to go again and make sure we have some options for our guests as well. Nightly camping, seasonal, or the glamping structures. It's all within range, right? Um, now, expansions do like the playground and a community area there as well. And Ooh, great one. I hope we go with it too is uh, like outdoor movies. Yeah. I think that's going to be good times, you know. Like, That'll be a nice added extra for people who already at the resort they're just looking for something to do is what i thought and yeah. it's like it's a blow-up screen or um just a yeah a big white wall right so yeah somebody would double as a stage if we ever got a live band out there too i mean the we've got plenty of options that's for sure all right cool cool um okay so i'm kind of running on my last question here okay. and if so before i ask it i guess do you have anything that you'd like to say about your experience during the summer before I ask the last one, I really like the how, you know, you, you said that when people come over the the hillside and they see it, it's kind of the communication of, wow, I never knew this existed here, and then they get to the domes and it's like, look at the domes, that's neat, and they get inside, it's like, holy, these are so big, and the big wow factor on that, and uh, down to some of the stories with people uh, taking them out to the secluded domes and the side by side, I mean. When I get uh, rages from, I feel like we're going into Jurassic Park to, uh, this is, a, you know, absolutely, I'm a little scared to, this is absolutely amazing. I'm so happy I decided to do this. Well, okay, so actually you should talk about maybe some of the viewers aren't quite aware of how our secluded dome experience goes. So maybe yeah. walk them through that from when they show up to when they get to their dome. So basically I try to reach out to everybody during the day um, before they come out to, uh, the resort, and coordinate uh, depending on where they're staying and how the kind of uh, how their experience will be, um, and what time they're arriving, and it kind of could change everything up from pathway I could take out to the domes to kind of storyline experiences that I can do with that. Because um, we got some old interesting things on our property as well from First Nations uh, um, landmarks of uh, settlement. Uh, to um, we've got uh, an old nunnery on the property too yeah. that's can be either kind of really cool as it or kind of creepy the way it sets in the trees it's kind of neat that way we have a moose that wanders around yeah yeah we got the livestock the, the moose that the mother and the calf that she's uh, was always around this year and to track through the properties everywhere and yeah kind of from time to time there'll be something stepped on <laughs> Anyway, um, but anyway, I get uh, people, get in touch with people during the day, and then they come out to the resort. I get them to park the car. We'd load up everything into a side-by-side, four-by-four vehicle. Um, So basically, you're leaving your car behind when you come out to the resort. And uh, if you're going to the secluded domes, I drive you in, um, give you a little uh, storyline of the property, a little history, um, show you a few things as we go through. And uh, when you get to your domes... I get to, you know, walk you into the domes. We've got an old that old cabin on on the property too. Yep, that's by the right. Front on the way to the domes, people get all sorts of uh, excitement going. Wow, we're 
There is a little ways off into the bush. See, whenever I drive, to. whenever I would draw people off of the domes, I'd drive by that little. It, it's it's old and it's kind of I'd say abandoned, but still, it's it looks cool. But yeah, I would always I drive piece by of chunk of property. It's on. Yeah, I, I would always drive by and be like, "Hey, we're here." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've said that too. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is where he stands. Because I heard he snores or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, the it was a, a joke almost every time about the old cabin, it, not as pictured on the internet, right? Yeah. Sort of thing. The domes don't look quite the same. No, but uh, it's only about a mile and a half from everything else right now. Um, from our developed property, three quarters of a mile to from where we've developed to. And so it's not, it's not like it's not walkable if you're in there to seclude domes to come back out either and check out the property. There's 600 acres to go walking everywhere. Um, so, and, and there's Saskatoons to pick too if you're oh. there at the right time. Which are, there's bushes surrounding actually the secluded domes and yeah. quite a few of the campsites actually have them. So. The secluded domes, I think I, I probably took 20 pounds of Saskatoons myself out of there this year. Yeah, yeah. just the way, so the spot I had... Um, I've told you this multiple times, but for our viewers, I had a little fire pit kind of carved out in the bushes, and I would just reach behind me, yeah. and I could just grab Saskatoons off the bush while I was sitting. Yeah, your site was a good one there, yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, someone um, has it now, so I'm out of there. That's what it sounded like. Sacrifice can be made. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. That's how she goes. That's what we're here for. Yeah, I'll come visit, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right, so my last question here. Sure. And I asked, I've been asking this to you, I guess, geez, the last, you'll be the third guest I asked. And I'm just curious. It's a kind of an ongoing thing, a data collection thing for me, I guess. So there's a stigma of where Saskatchewan isn't exactly known for tourism. People would rather go to Alberta, BC. And I mean, there's lots of obvious reasons for that, like mountains and they just kind of foster tourism activities such as you know skiing snowboarding hiking all that great stuff absolutely but with that being said Saskatchewan still has a lot of wonderful places to visit such as our resort there's a lot of other cool spots like if you go down to the big muddy even there's some amazing spots in our province so I guess one thing with this resort and just in your mind how do you think um, we can change that stigma and bring more people to tour in this province for holidays i know it's a loaded question no definitely i i I think the tourism industry and the tourism board and brand in saskatchewan is pushing a lot and it is creating its own like people are not as blind to the fact i find as there you say used to be nothing to do in saskatchewan there's tons there is so much to do here as well as every you know Everywhere else in Canada, the, the tourism, bringing tourism to Canada, I'm glad we're doing this because it's the right time. Mm-hmm. I mean, even these little glamping structures, there's other resorts around that have cabins, have other different features of like chuck wagons or whatever that have them, even locally. Um, I never thought to myself that like there was glamping was as big as it was. Never mind in Saskatchewan, is in you know in Canada as well, but yep. it's actually getting there. It's growing. It's uh, we're at the right at the starting phase of our starting trend of something great. Yep. Um, but like I said, we can definitely bring that glamping, especially the structures and whatnot, to everybody that has a campground out there, and you know potentially change a forty a night, forty dollars a night revenue to two or three hundred. Yep. 
That is true. And I mean, for a lot of people, that 200 to $300 does make sense because a lot of people don't have RVs anymore, especially people my age. Yeah. One, cost money to store it, cost money to buy it, whereas you can just pick up, not have to worry about winterizing or anything. You just go stay in one of these tents, domes, and uh, have just a great time with all the amenities that would be in your camper that you would have had to tow there sort of thing. So Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, if you're looking to start a glamping resort, get a hold of us because we can help because it is a fad that is growing and it is here to stay. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Well, that's all I have for you today. Thanks for coming in. I really appreciate the talk and the it's time. It's cold outside. Yeah, so I mean, we'll make coffee, no, no rush to leave or anything. Leaving. But uh, we'll say bye to everybody here. See you guys. And uh, we're going to roll those sponsor outros. And you guys have a great rest of the day. See ya. See ya. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Now, just going to go through our sponsors one more time to make the, these podcast episodes possible. So first off is Glamping Resorts. Are you looking to start your very own glamping resort? Well, guess what? We can help you. Whether you have your own campground already and you're looking to increase occupancy rates, well, guess what? Adding glamping structures to your campground can help you do that. And we can help you get those glamping structures and give you some very nice IP to uh, make it go smoothly. And hey, say if you have nothing but you just want to get in the glamping game, well, guess what? We can help with that as well. All the way from helping you source tents to domes to just the general flow of how your resort should be run, we can help you with that. Check out glampingresorts.com today to find out more. Or hey, even get a hold of us on either one of our social media channels, Facebook, Instagram, even email us, info at glamping.ca would be a great place to start. And now next is Element Construction. These are the guys that helped us build our resort, all the way from the domes to the tents to the pillars on the walking trails, the playground. They do an amazing, they do amazing work, easy to work with. And uh, let's say, you know, you want to build your next project. You don't have to worry about it falling apart or fixing things that you shouldn't have to worry about fixing years down the road. Well, these are the guys who will do it right. Last sponsor, of course, is North Shore Resorts. And that is our very first glamping resort off Buffalo Pound Lake on the North Shore side of it we have lakefront lots we have lake view lots we have leases you can buy the lots if you want and we have some great financing options available for you to check out visit glampingresorts.com to find more about that and hey we also have the glamping structure rentals the domes and the tents book all for next year so that you can actually reserve the weekend you want and uh, don't get stuck last minute and um, having to do a weekday grab one of the weekends that are still available book today at glampingresorts.com and also christmas is coming up we have gift cards available be sure to purchase them on glampingresorts.com as well great for stocking stuffers and it is just a great gift give the gift of glamping go to glampingresorts.com thank you everyone for tuning in you have yourselves a wonderful rest of the day see ya